Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of the We Talk Next podcast. I am your host this evening, Moneymaker Chris, and I'm joined once again by the one and only Miss Keita Hubbard. Keita, how you doing? I'm doing good, Chris. It's uh, good to be back after, what, a week? Because we missed last week? <laughs> last week, right, yeah, because like I said, the last show we did together was the um, one for TakeOver Phoenix. We haven't been back since then. Yeah, so it's awesome to be back talking about the world of NXT. That's right. That's right. Um, I had one thing I wanted to talk about, but did you have any news, anything that you wanted to discuss before we get into the recap? Um, sure. I have a couple. We might have the same thing if I'm not mistaken, but let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. so the first thing I have, I wanted to talk about is the halftime heat that happened last Sunday during the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not more news, but it's like, well, it kind of is in a way. Um, that was the most watched thing on WWE Network ever. I heard that. I think somebody tweeted that out. Mm-hmm. Ricochet, somebody tweeted that out. That's amazing. Yeah, and congratulations to all six men. It was a Ricochet, Velveteen, Dream, and who was their partner again? Um, who, Jesus, who was their partner? Somebody else. Oh, Alistair Black. Alistair, Alistair Black. Alistair yeah, Black. versus uh, Champa, Gagano, and Adam Cole. Very good match. I watched the Super Bowl. Um, Jay, ooh, Jesus Christ! My oh. man, my man, Chris, my man, Chris, my man. Yeah, I finally did it. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Chris. Oh, sorry. Because so I was discussing the Super Bowl with him. I'm sorry. It's and I did. I talked about that with Jay on the Keaton Jay show, Chris. Sorry. And I was telling him that the Super Bowl suck, <laughs> and that it was did. my first time watching it since like Janet Jackson, like. Titty was exposed on TV. Oh, wow. So, oh, my God. Like, wow. I'm talking about, like, a, actually the full, like, the whole complete thing from, like, beginning to finish. Yeah, right. I might saw, like, the finish of, like, multiple ones, like, recently. In the, and, like, sit down there from, like, beginning to end and, like, yeah. watch, like, the whole stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't have nothing to do. And I was so excited about the halftime show. And, like, the last time we had one, Chris, it was with uh, Mankind versus Rock many years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. That's yeah. why they, that's why they, they didn't do any more after that one. That was a good match. Yeah, and my question to you: Do you think NXT should do this every year? I think so, because I mean, like I said, this one was a huge success. You know, the most watched, you know, match in NXT history, and you know, it brings a lot of attention to the brand as well. Like people that may not uh, um watch NXT on a regular basis like we do and we recap it and everything every mm-hmm. week um, to get a chance to kind of check out some of the talent down there. So I think it's a good idea. It's good for the company. It's good exposure and everything for them, I feel. I totally agree with you. And the next day I had, Chris, was about um, World Collide. Did you watch that tournament? I didn't get a chance to watch. I heard good things, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. Oh, you missed it. But um, yeah, it was good thing. Okay, so I'm thinking that the tournament is like two hours and that's it. I was like, wow, you have everything in two hours. So mm-hmm. when I watched it live um eight o'clock that night and they had the battle the battle royal and then mm-hmm. they skipped a bunch of stuff and they went to the quarterfinals. I'm like, what 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 is this? Like what what is what are all these recaps of these matches already happen? And then come to find out I was on Twitter that night. It was like you gotta look on YouTube for those are like the um first round, second round matches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I have no clue. I would have watched it early in the day. But they didn't really promote that. If they did, I didn't see it at all. Like, far as, like, having, like, two two shows in one day. 
because they had it on the um the YouTube um version of oh, the, the WWE. Okay. Yeah, like the first round, you know, the three, whatever. But they had like the battle royal on the main show, but you see the first round matches. It was it was kind of weird how they had that thing. Like basically, you was getting spoiled by watching the pre-show one versus the mm. main one. So it was kind of weird, but overall, it was very good. They was building up um Devlin. I think yeah, that's his name, Devlin and mm-hmm. uh Velveteen Dream. And Tyler oh, nice. Bates. Um so they was really building up the three rounds of tournament and two oh five live, they had little highlights doing that, but like mm-hmm. the main two was like NXT versus NXT UK. And I remember a while ago I asked you, I was like, When do you think it's gonna happen? I mean we got like a tournament, but what do you think we're gonna have like a somewhat survivor series like uh view with like these two brands? I don't know. Like I said, Survivor Series would be a perfect time because you could do like your traditional like Survivor Series style matches. But like I said, maybe this was like a test run to kind of kind of test the waters with that to kind of get all those bands kind of going. Maybe get some potential feuds and stuff going on. But I think it's definitely something I would could see them doing down the line. Like I say, Survivor Series would be the perfect time. Right. For it. And oh, his name was Jordan Devlin. I always Jordan call him Devlin. Devlin. Yeah, Jordan Devlin. Um, they call him the Mini Finn Balor. Of NXT UK. He kind of looked like him. Actually, I think Finn Balor trained him and Backstage. And it's like, he's a little feisty little man. I think he might be like five, 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 six. But mm. I mean, they had this term revolve around him. And it was awesome seeing that. Of course, he didn't win. Velveteen Dream won the rights of he could challenge any champion or any brand far as 205 Live, NXT UK, NXT. And then we know during this show later, we're going to talk about who he chose to have that title against, that title opportunity against. Mm. And after I watched the tournament, I was like, wow, I, I want to see more. Like, I saw a lot of Velveteen Dream in one night. <laughs> mm. But that was cool seeing that. Um, My question was, you remember last year around April, I think it was at the Mania, we went to uh, NXT Live in D.C. And I was wondering when mm. it's coming back. During this episode, they had, oh, breaking news. They see coming back, you know, to the um, to the East Coast. I'm like, okay, manager. I think it was the match with um, uh, the the Forgotten Sons. They already forgotten, and I was mm-hmm. like paying attention more to like the the reading at the bottom of the screen, and it had no DC. So, do you think they're coming back down here, or was it like a one hit one? I don't know, because I noticed that as well, that they were coming back, you know, on this side of town, but they weren't coming actually strictly to D.C. And I was like, that's kind of that's kind of disappointing, because, I mean, I thought it was a good show. I thought it was pretty successful. It was a pretty good turnout and everything. Maybe maybe, maybe they'll skip a year. Maybe they won't come here this year. Maybe they'll come next year or something like that. Maybe they won't do it like every year. Maybe they'll do it like every other year. Mm, and that sucks, because, like, it well, does. or they could do it before Mania. Like, that, that Monday is Monday Night Raw in D.C. So they could mm-hmm. easily did it that Sunday. I don't know if they want to go against uh, Ring of Honor that night, but you know it's True. NXT. Mm-hmm. You see, in, Mer- in uh, Baltimore, Merlin is like far distance from each other, mm-hmm. and I was just like, God, I hope they come back. But we will see down the line because you know, like random, like this halftime, he randomly Triple H do like these random matches come out of nowhere. So hopefully, we get it. Eventually, because that's what happened last year. It was randomly we we didn't know about it. Yeah, just out of the blue, a, a they month. just announced it. Yeah. So hopefully it will come, you know, back down here. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'll be excited for it. Uh, another news I had was, uh, did you hear about Twitter about Todd Dillinger coming back to NXT? And a fan like basically tweeted, "Are you going to come back?" And he said he tried <laughs> to go back. 
Uh, and I didn't know he was out with a hand injury. Maybe I did. I just don't remember uh, reporting it. Mm-hmm. And do you think he should go back to NXT or you think he should just go to like another company? I mean, going to another company, I mean, that would probably be, you know, if you went to Ring of Honor in New Japan or even the new um, AEW company, I think he would do well in any of those places. But if he's going to stick around in WWE, I think the best thing for him to do would be to go back to NXT because he's one of those guys where I think he does better in like a small, small mm. smaller NXT atmosphere. I mean, going up to the main roster, he kind of got you know lost in the shuffle and with the whole, you know, 10-10 gimmick. You know, I had a good feeling that I, was, I, I thought he would do better on the mm. main roster, but then at the same time, I thought with that gimmick, it's, it's, when you have a gimmick like that, it's very kind of tricky because like there's only so much you can do with that. So I think the best thing, if he's going to stick around, is to go back to NXT. I think he would go down there and be an instant contender for either the um, North American title or the um, NXT title. I agree. When he first went up to the main roster, I was like, I think the gimmick could get over in my eyes. It was just, like you said, like like how long. Yeah, how long is it going to go with that? I think it could have lasted for a very long time if they did it correctly. When he went up there, it was more like, oh, he's here. Oh, he's gone. And it mm. was just like, you bring this man, he's hot from the Royal Rumble, he's hot in NXT, you bring him up and you do nothing. Yeah, you gotta kill this momentum. Yeah, and Bobby Roode, and not- mm-hmm. Nakamura, it took a while to kill him completely. But, mm. you know, like, well, Dillinger, or, or Tyler Breeze, that's another one. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you see all this potential, and now it's just like, okay, what are you gonna do now? Like, Are you gonna make mm-hmm. him a referee? Or commentary, like Dave English? Like, what are you gonna do with him? Like, and he's a mm-hmm. good wrestler. He's not bad at all. No, not a bad worker at all. No. Yeah, like he put over people. Like he puts over the wrestler. So why not give him something good to do? Especially mm-hmm. on SmackDown. I mean, come on. You could yeah, definitely. Something. Yeah, he give him something to do. True. Um, the last news I have for us mm-hmm. is uh, about Triple H actually, and okay. come to find out, this is actually true about him like expanding the world of NXT brands. So apparently he's going to be one in uh, India, India, mm-hmm. and I think he said it might be one in oh the Middle East there, and then of course I heard the rumors about the Japan one. So how do you feel about all these new brands coming, and do you think it's too soon? It's interesting. I mean NXT has come a long way. I mean when you think about how it began, it was almost like a competition style show to where it is now where they're advancing that strength right now, you know, having NXT UK and like well, NXT, you know, in the Middle East and Japan and everything. It really shows how far that brand has come. They're trying to, you know, expand and kinda, of, you know, make it almost like the territories like back in the day it seems like what he's yeah. trying to trying to do. Um I guess it's okay, but also, you know, I wouldn't like rush it right away. I mean, I'd let the like the UK thing kind of continue, keep building on that, yeah. see how that goes before you start venturing out to, you know, Germany and other places and everything. I get the ambition of wanting to, you know, expand more and that's mm-hmm. great, but I, I would just hold back just a little bit. And like I said, just focus on the UK one and see and kind of continue to build that brand up and then go on if you want to, you know, expand the other, you know, um, possibilities for the um expanding the brand. So yeah, because it's like for me, it feel like it's overwhelming. It's like yeah, okay. it's like it's like too much NXT, and we love NXT. It might get to the point. I hope it won't get to the point where we're like you know sick and tired of NXT. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it's like too much. <laughs> Over, know, we're, we're overwhelmed with NXT as much as we love it. I, I know. Yes, yeah. shout out to Jay and um, uh, I would say Velvet Team. Lord have mercy, uh, Vandale. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mr. Van, they were talking about this. I think, I don't know who brought it up. They was like, oh, well, you got a new podcast coming on the We Talk Now network. And I'm just sitting there like, uh, what, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, Japan. Uh, I think it was Japan. I think that was the one I saw. Yeah, I think I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, not me doing that one. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, that's, that's I already a lot. Too. I mean, that's a no, lot. I, yeah, I, that, that, that's, that's a lot. No, thank you. If they want to do it, fine. Yeah, hey, please, yeah, go please for go it. go for it. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. listen, but I'm not, no. No, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe like the like like live takeover wise, I might do a special, maybe you know, but like actually doing that weekly. Oh no, thank you, no thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. It's a little too much. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, Chris, you want to get into the NXT recap? Oh, you got news. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of things I wanted to discuss. Um, first off, um, a former NXT superstar, um, Hideo Itami. Hmm. Had recently asked for his release and was granted um his release. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, he came into NXT and came into WWE with a lot of hype and fanfare, and you know, just make this big ordeal and everything. And then it seems like he didn't fully, you know, live up to his potential. Was it all his fault? I wouldn't say so because he had to deal with a lot of injuries and stuff hmm. too. I mean. How do you feel about him, his time in WWE and him asking for his release? Basically? I wasn't shocked about it because I think we had no. heard rumors about it a while ago. Mm. So, and then you could tell when he had, like, he, he was written off of NXT TV with Cash his own. I was like, okay, what's next for him? Then he went to 12 mm. Live. And I always had to just throw back in my head, like, he's not going to be there, down there for a while. Where, where he's going to go? Is he going to leave? So when he announced and they let him go, I was like, wow, good for him. Because they really wasn't doing nothing for, uh, for him. I no. Mean, maybe 205 Live, they probably was doing something. I don't watch that show, so I can't vouch for that. But yeah, I saw him on there a couple of times, but I, I haven't watched him on there much recently. So Yeah. And, you know, not watching that, so I don't know what his character was doing down there. But on NXT, he had like a few before he left because he keep getting injured. So he was mm-hmm. kind of injury prone with NXT. And, you know, he came at the time when NXT was still kind of small. And that was a big name, a big name that they signed. I think that was one of the big names they ever signed in NXT, you know, when it first mm-hmm. like started getting popular. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, hmm. And I was like, don't go to AEW. I'm so sick of hearing them rumors, like all these wrestlers going there. Don't go. Just go about the uh, Pro Wrestling Noir or New Japan Pro Wrestling, whatever. Just don't go to AEW. If you do, okay, fine, whatever. But I'm just so sick of those rumors, like everybody's going, everybody and their mama going. Chris is going to AEW, guys. You're right. Like, yeah, we we, we, just, we, 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 we signing over there, too. <laughs> right. It's it just too much around that company. So, congrats to him. I mean, he get his freedom. And I, I remember a while ago, I don't know, it was a documentary. He was like, he missed his family. He got injured. I think it was like breaking. I can't remember. And you could tell, like, the symptoms of him leaving the company. Like, you could tell he didn't really want to be there anyway. Of course, he wanted to finish his contract, but he didn't. He was like, freak it. I'm, I'm leaving. And I did hear about our revival try to get the same thing allegedly, but they mm-hmm. they was turned down. I yeah. don't know if it was Triple H, like you know, he really did that. Like, oh, you can't go nowhere. Was it like the main people? Like, who knows? But Hideo Hitami, I mean, the rivalries he had in NXT. The only one that it, it stuck in my head, I guess, is the Cash and Ono one. Ono one. That was the last really big thing he did, um, like down there, probably in WWE. Yeah. Period. I think. And, and Samoa Joe, well, no, it, no, it wasn't Samoa Joe. He had a rivalry before he got injured. I don't think, was it Samoa Joe who attacked him? Somebody attacked him in the parking lot. I can't remember who it was. 
Yeah, I don't know if it was Joe or who it was. It was somebody. It was, was somebody, yeah. And, and he was about to have a few with it. Maybe it was Kevin Owens. I can't remember who it was. It was, it was somebody. I can't remember now. But like I remember his, him getting attacked. Right, exactly. So his time in NXT, it was more like, okay, up and down. And he was in that class, I think, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And Zayn, Fowler, and everybody. Yeah, and then he was like the last one. Imagine he was the bigger star in all of it, in my mm-hmm. personal opinion, during that time in wrestling. And it's just like, wow, he left. So it's like, who else? And I think, I don't know if he's going to right away go to, like, another company. Maybe he's going to take time off. You know, some wrestlers, like, WWE wrestlers, you know, they say, you know, their styles are different. You know, it's more, like, relaxed style. It's not too hard-hitting, like, Ring of Honor or New Japan. But their mm-hmm. schedule are is hell. Oh, so yes. Maybe, yeah. So maybe, maybe the scheduling-wise probably was a big thing after all. You know, all that time, it's like, you're not doing nothing with me, and I have to be at all these shows. So, and, and you're on a show that people really don't watch a lot, and it's two or five live. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, a couple times I saw him on there, he was feuding, and then he was teaming with um Akira Tozawa, but that was about it the few times that I saw him there. I mean, yeah, he wasn't, that was he wasn't a while doing ago. Much right. That was a while ago, yeah, but here recently, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't doing much down there. Oh, wow. Yeah, but yeah, that's my thoughts about it. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate. Now, do you think if he hadn't gotten, or, like I said, he dealt with a lot of injuries and stuff, especially when he got in um, NXT. Do you think if he had to stay healthy, he might have had more opportunities and oh, would have yeah. been a bigger star? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because at that time, NXT, they was bringing in people. So when they bring, mm-hmm. you know, what, Cash on so these new shiny toys. Yeah, no, right, right, right. This right. person get the boot, basically, go in the back of the line. I think mm-hmm. it was just bad timing. Yeah, it was just unfortunate. But like I said, I definitely, you know, wish him well and see what um oh, what's definitely. next for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited that, you know, he left and see what else can he do. Maybe he will go to New Japan. We'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, The last thing, um, I found this, actually I found this um, a couple of weeks ago and then I meant to share it on here. Um, I found a list of like the longest reigning uh NXT champions by days. It was like it listed uh, the top five people. Uh, do you have any guests who was on this list for like the longest reigning NXT uh, champion? He, like the men's, right? Not the women's. For, for the men's, for the men's, for the men's one, yeah. Um, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Neville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Kevin Owens was there that long. Are, do they combine? Well, don't tell me, but maybe they combine Samoa Joe and Nakamura. Them two might be on the list. And who else? There's not that many champions. Uh, I think that's it. Well, you got the first two right. Uh, okay. number one was Balor at uh 292 days. Number two was Neville okay. at 286 days. The third one was Bo Dallas at 260 days. Oh, I, I know a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people I forgot him. about him. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people forget about him. Yeah, he was actually he was really good when he was down there actually. Yeah, he was. Um, number four was Bobby Roode at uh 202 days. I forgot. And that. yeah, and no, actually number five, I was surprised about this one. Uh, it's probably longer now because this was um older. Fact, it's like a couple of weeks now. Um, Tommaso Ciampa at 183 days and counting, probably even more than that now. So. Mm. Oh wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, I found that interesting. Yeah, that's a unique winter. class. Yeah, very unique class, most definitely, hmm. most definitely. Maybe next week you could do like the women's one. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll check to see if I can find one for the um, women. Hmm, that's an interesting list. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we know the shortest one. It, it, it got to be um, is it Drew McIntyre? I think it was. 
Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Nakamura and Samoa Joe, like the the second ring they had. <laughs> probably yeah yeah that's probably <laughs> yeah so. that was with flip flop title. So I think oh yeah they're like, playing a little hot potato there with the title. So yeah, yeah. those are probably the two lowest. Yeah, I think the two was like the one and two part, like the lowest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one time. But yeah, I'll take a look to see if I can find one for the uh, women. But yeah, I find that kind of interesting. That is. Even the North American title. I mean, third person already. It ain't a year yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me uh, look at that. Jesus. And like I said, I, for- and I, for- I forgot all about Bo Dallas. I yeah, I died. Yeah. I remember Neville and, and Finn Balor. I was like, yeah. let's have a rain. Yeah, because that's like right around the time we started, we started showing it on the network and everything. So we kind of got to get into the whole right. NXT thing. So Exactly. Um, that's all I got. Anything else? No, sir. Alrighty, let's get into the recap of this week's NXT show. Um, we got a very good opening segment here with um three of the biggest names down in NXT uh that involved Johnny Gargano, Champa, and uh Velveteen Dream. Um Johnny Gargano he comes out there, you know, his first time as the uh North American uh champion. Uh the biggest thing I noticed about this whole segment, one of the biggest things I noticed about this whole um segment and everything was the reaction that Johnny gets. He's getting a very kind of split reaction. I mean, he's got a good portion of the crowd on his side, but he's also mm-hmm. kind of got people that are kind of still kind of booing him. I guess for the whole thing with, you know, Alistair Black people are kind of still like, eh, I don't know about this guy. Um, how do you feel about how people are reacting to him? How do you feel about this whole opening? Segment? Normally in NXT, in the history they did, when you have a big star, the first person coming to my mind, Sasha Banks, I think, or, or Corbin, you have certain wrestlers that they boo and they cheer at the same time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just for, like, I think what Sasha was like, uh, she, uh, um, what, it was something like, she ratchet, no, she not. Like, I yeah, think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I, I think it was more <laughs> like fun wise. And I think with them doing this, with Johnny Jackass or, you know, Johnny Sucker, whatever, and let's go Johnny. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's losing momentum. I don't know. No, they're mm-hmm. but be- or maybe the the crowds in between. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's more of a split thing where they're kind of yeah. split acting for him. I don't think it's like necessarily them turning on him or anything like that. But right. He's just kind of dividing the crowd right like right down the middle. Yeah, I mean, at least he's getting a reaction. I and think... he's definitely. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's just very interesting. Cause like I said, it's. You know, he used to be this big, hot, you know, baby face and everything. But now his character seems like he's got a little more of an edge to it since, you know, the whole thing with um, Alistair Black from last summer. He's he's really taking a really big turn. Like I said, like I said, he's splitting that crowd, like, right down the middle. Definitely. I mean, I like that, I mean, how they do it. You know, because sometimes NXT crowds are, can be very vicious. We got oh, that yeah. on the women's match. I think they told one of them, can wrestle, get out the ring. So I wasn't, mm. like, surprised, you know, far as the NXT crowd, how they go. Because sometimes they could be very cool. Mm. Um, but with the chance between them, that was fine. I, I was more curious about Velveteen Dream. He comes out looking like he going to a Japanese restaurant. I know. And, and <laughs> that was hilarious. At, at the same time, look like he about to go send incense at the, you know a local DC club. Mm-hmm. You know, with his little band on his head, you know. I said, turban. "Okay, I see you, Velveteen." Right, and then I'm like, "Okay, boo boo." I mean, you got the you got black and gold on, but your pants are silver. But okay, whatever. I yeah, okay. Know. Well, I don't know what he's thinking about on that one. Exactly. I mean, he comes out like he about to sell some cigarettes and stuff. He like the mm-hmm. old papa, you know. They 
they forgot to bring to the cookout. He coming in, the only one dressing up. Everybody got like shorts and you know jeans, shorts and t shirt. Uh, you got to you got to show out. Got to stand out. Exactly. So he comes <laughs> out there. I mean, him. Well, let me back up. Actually, when you had Johnny in the ring, you know it was nice to see he finally got a a single championship. Yeah, right? long overdue. And for the long, I forgot he was Tennessee James was champ because it felt like it was so long ago. But and no, that was a while ago. And. It's like, okay, he has his first singles title. You know, he's happy. If, okay, we got the old Johnny come back, and he's out there. Like, I'm back, I'm back. I finally mm-hmm. won the match to take over. I finally champion, da 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 And then you get Champa. He comes out, and that was fun. I mean, him and Goldie there, I, I love, like, just the, the little things that he does. Yeah, the little the things. It just adds to his character. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Whoever, like, coaching him or, like, helping him. Maybe it's Sean. Ever since, like, Sean, Mike, I'm, I, I mean, it's probably not him but who ever since Shawn Max got the NXT it feel like some of these like storylines get more interesting I think he's definitely playing a role with a lot of these people with him I think Shampa Velveteen I think he's yeah, yeah. he's like helping it, it all like of them it, out yeah, I feel. it kind of feel like a, a Shawn Michael itch like kind of in these views recently especially the Alistair Black thing because remember he was like I am Alistair Black now I'm Alistair Black bro. yeah I think I think it's just, <laughs> you, you get that confidence but I think like I say HBK is giving them all some you know great advice he's like coaching them up he's like the coach out there basically yeah so I mean it's awesome I remember wasn't Royal Rumble he was out there uh, plugging NXT that was funny he's like yeah, yeah it was NXT. yeah NXT. Sure, I yeah, was yeah, like he reminded me of me when we used to do that yeah <laughs> exactly had to had everything I said, okay thank you for go supporting. ahead represent represent right. I ain't mad at you HBK <laughs> Alright, so what's Um so basically that segment ended with uh Velveteen Dream basically challenging for the um North American title. Now how do you feel about it? Because he he won the tournament. That was his prize for winning the tournament, right? Yes. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think I heard somebody mention this online. Like he had an opportunity to challenge for any title. He why wouldn't he go for the heavyweight title? Why wouldn't he challenge Champa instead of John um it- Yeah, instead of challenge Johnny? I thought that too. I was like, okay. Kind of makes that title kind of look, you know, why wouldn't you go after the main title? I mean, nothing wrong with going after the North American title, but why would you challenge for the main title? I, I mean, Velvet Sandra, he kind of covered when he said, oh, I'm done with you. But it, it does make the title look kind of like weak in a way. But as soon yeah, as I didn't he, think about that, but then somebody brought it up. I said, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Yeah, so as soon as he went in the ring and challenged John, uh, Johnny, I was like, okay, they. They both heels, but we already saw Champa and Velveteen. I don't think they want to do that again at a takeover. True, true, true. So I was like, okay. I was like, what if this? I said, okay, this match might like be the um a match of uh, NXT Brooklyn. And I was like, okay, maybe we're gonna have NXT Brooklyn with these two. And then come to find out, no, it will be in two weeks. So I think it will be some type of funny business with Johnny and Champa. And he would get like a fishy match, maybe with um, with a Gagano at May, uh, the Mania weekend. But when he challenged it, yeah, it was weird how he did it. I don't know who's gonna challenge Champa next. I'm trying to think of a face. Like mm-hmm. it feel like they switching roles. Do you do you have Ricochet go after Champa now? Like it feel like oh we're gonna switch roles because right now I don't see Johnny and Champa going to the main roster. They can no, be champion for a while. But it's like you put the Velveteen Dream in the spotlight again. No pun intended. It's like you kind of making your main title look kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I don't think you should do that unless it's like some type of plan or maybe someone is debuting or coming back 
to uh, challenge Champa, uh, or maybe it's Adam Cole. But maybe they're going that route with that. Maybe so. That that's um, a possibility. That's a very good possibility. And maybe Velveteen Dream was like, okay, I had an opportunity at the main title. I didn't get it. Maybe maybe his my oh you know Champa cheated. He probably do it again. So why not go after the underdog, the man who just wanted to go, the man who can't really win a lot of matches in NXT. True. So if True. they go that route, I, I think he should explain them more. Yeah, it's a bit more detailed about it. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's the same thing what happened with Becky Lynch the, this past um uh Tuesday. It was like, oh, you know, um talk about more her leg. Not like don't like belittle her. You know, like have to talk more about her leg, but in this one's like it was just open door to like, okay, you just dismissed the main title, this title they built up for years to go mm-hmm. after the secondary title. Mm-hmm. So and I thought somebody else was gonna come down there, you know, to like talk. I, no, I thought so too. I thought so too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I kind of get it. The same sense, you still want to kind of build that title up, but at the same time, you're like you devaluing you when you're um your heavyweight title too. Yeah, it, yeah. I, maybe we looking way too much into it right now, but that's mm-hmm. I mean that's the way it came off when I that's watched how it came it. off. Yeah, I didn't got, I didn't think about it. Somebody brought it up on I think it was Twitter or something like that. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, that is kind of you know the way you see it. Yeah, but the grade I would give this segment though is an A. Oh, definitely. Like I said, these are three of your biggest names down there, so it was a very good opening segment. Yeah. Um. Up next, we saw they showed Drew Gulak coming to NXT, and obviously later on tonight he's gonna have a um match. Now, do you think this is like a one-time thing for him, or do you think he's gonna be a um permanent part of the NXT roster, or how do you feel about that? I have no clue. When I saw him, I was like, "Oh, why are you here?" <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of it's kind of random. Like I'm like, hmm, okay. Like I understand what the whole thing they did with Masafa Ali. They took him to smart thing, you know, to build up new stars for that particular brand. But right. Gula coming back, he was like, uh, we saw you before. Why are you here? Right, but yeah. When, I mean, we gonna talk about him, you know, later in the show. Like why he was there. He's basically there to take, like, to put over people because you can't have Casazuna d- d- do it no more. So you need somebody else to do it. So I guess yeah. that's why he was there. I guess so. I guess yeah. so. Um, I wasn't excited. Um, I wasn't mad. I was just, oh, why are he here? I was, I was okay. He's just here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, we got one member of the Forgotten Sons, uh, Jason Riker. Actually, got his name right this time. Like I say, I always remember him as being Gunner. So, mm. uh, Jason Riker versus um, who's the guy's name he fought? Um, mm. Man something. Man sooner. Man sooner. Yeah. Um. Wasn't much to this match. I mean, it's basically like I said, continuing to put over the uh, Forgotten Sons. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about this match? This dude looked like he looked like Masafa Ali, Seth Rollins, in like a Bird Corbin body. Oh, I kind of rolled into one there. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looked like that. Um, I mean, it's good to see new talent. You know, I always love that. But these names, oh my god, they just—I don't know. I thought NXT UK be having some weird names. Yeah, it's a funky, weird, random name. They're like, huh? We had one later in the show, so that was a funky name, too. But this match, I I really, this is the match I was telling you. I was like, looking at the bottom of the screen, was like, oh, um, NXT is coming back to the East Coast. That's how I was looking at the whole time. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. when I look up, I said, oh, but he has a nice power bomb. I mean, besides that, nothing to this match. I mean, I, I gave it a D. I didn't really care. Yeah, I didn't really care neither, but like I said, just, you know, continuing to guess, you know, kind of push the, you know, Forgotten Sons, I guess. But like I said, what much to this match? Yeah, I mean, they really was forgotten. I'm not even trying they to They really are, like I say, and they swear they were off, they really become forgotten, basically. Yeah, oh, Lord have mercy, yeah. Oof. Um, next up, it was a, um, I think it was a backstage 
segment. I know it was Kathy Kelly, it was Ricochet, and Undisputed Era came in. Am I right? Is that what happened? Am I remembering correctly? Um, That's the next part. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I, know, I, I think I remember it was like it was a backstage segment. Like Ricochet, he was doing like a photo shoot or something. And then yeah, the he Undisputed... was. He was. You're right. He was there. Yeah, no, I think Undisputed Era came in. I think basically it's going to be um, Ricochet and Adam Cole, I think, next week, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so what do you think about that? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I, it was nothing to it. I mean, uh, clearly, you know, Ricochet was going to come out because you saw him first. But okay. Oh, yeah, we, we knew this. We knew this. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't new to me. But, um, I mean... At least Kathy Kelly not smiling like she was. So. Yeah, I mean she she's definitely you know she's improved. <laughs> yeah, I mean she still blocked her. me, which I, I I don't know why. But yeah, yeah, I remember that. I keep forgetting her. Why did she block? Why did she block you? I why? No, I have no clue. And I was it wasn't even me. It was Jay talking all that trash about her. Um, and she blocked me instead of him. But okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Pro- I Honestly. probably retweeted somebody said something about her. That's probably what it was. And she just block everybody, but I don't remember like saying nothing bad. Aunt Dad was saying she need to stop smiling when she do her promos with heels, like her, um, you know, when she backstage. She just need to stop smiling with the heels. Like she needs to be afraid. Like, it just it takes away from the heel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can definitely you know understand that. You know, that's yeah. something you know you got to learn because she was still you know very new and everything at the time. But right. like I said, you know, that's not that's nothing bad. I mean, that's just you know yeah. a critique basically. She was just smiling too much. I mean, that's all I was like, stop smiling. Why are you smiling? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just a critique. I mean, she like she took it personal or something like that. That's crazy. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, let's see. Up next, we got uh, like we mentioned earlier, we got Drew Gulak. He was down there and he had a match against this new guy, Eric uh Bergen Hagen or something like that. That's his name. The rock guy that was doing the piano and the drumming and all this different stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't give me the lines. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Drew G- Gulak versus Eric Buggerhagen. I think that think something like that. The guy that was like I said, the, the, you know, the, the quote unquote rock star doing all the drumming and all yeah, that different you stuff. You know what? That actually was kind of funny. It was. It was. Like, you he know, was he, actually insane. Yeah, he was. He, um, he reminded me of like Elias Sampson and Rick Rude mixed it in one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's what he um, reminded me of. Uh, how do you how do you feel about that match with him? Uh, I didn't really care. Yeah, one yeah. much. I mean, I was excited to see new people. You know, I'm, I'm always. I'm, I'm always down to see new people. They seem to be doing that a lot here recently. Mm-hmm. They're giving you know people the opportunities, even if they don't always you know win. They're kind of giving yeah. opportunity to show some different faces down there. Um, you think they're gonna bring him back? You think? <sighs> the crowd seem to be feeling him. Yeah, it was a one-time thing. I don't. I don't think so. If he did, I mean, he could be your new Mojo Raleigh down there. But eh, no, I mean that gimmick ain't gonna work. Yeah, he, he, he got the look at No Way Jose. So. Yeah, very true. Like I said, with, with gimmicks like that, there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. with yeah. gimmicks like that. And, unless he has a vicious side like the the other dude, uh, Matt Ritter, we're going to talk about in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after the match, like I said, Gulak, Gulak, he got the win and he got on the microphone and was talking about, you know, like, that's the best you got? You know, what is this? You know, like he was like insulted, you know, by this match. <laughs> and then next thing you know, our guy comes out there, the bro, uh, and basically, you know, challenges him to a match. But you know what? 
I gotta give credit where credit is due. This was a very good match between the two of them. Very physical match, a lot of you know, te- very, very technical style match. And uh, I'm still not a fan of his, but I gotta give him credit. His in ring work is solid. He really impressed me here. How do you feel like? Uh, how do you feel about uh, Gulak and um, bro, Matt Riddle? The match was really good. I think I wouldn't give him all the credit because Drew Gulak. I mean, he's a veteran. Yeah, Drew Gulak. Yeah, he made he made so, him look. He found someone could like who work with him by far, so like flow in the ring with each other. It was like good chemistry with each other. I'm assuming they probably had live shows on the NXT lap before, so they probably have chemistry. If they did, this is their first time. Kudos to both of them. Um, Riddle, like you said, I'm not a fan of his. I don't care about the gimmick, but when he gets in the ring and start like going crazy, like far to end of his matches. I love the um. I think he did like a power ball, and then he roll him up to a knee strike, mm-hmm. and then uh, Gulak kicks out. That was an awesome move. I love that. I think if you just get him more like be more aggressive, he would be okay. But you have so many MMA people. There. Like you, you do. Got, like I said, you got a lot of people down there that's doing the whole MMA thing. Like I said, you got him, you got uh, Shayna, of course, you got Rondo on the main roster. You got, you so got Duke, people. Jasmine Duke on there. Duke, yeah, exactly. You got um, so many people that are doing the whole like MMA style gimmick. You're like, you know, okay, like how many MMA people are we going to bring on here? Right. And everybody can adapt to that style. But Matt River, I think over time, I can't believe I'm saying this, he will be okay. I just think the gimmick need to go. Maybe get him a manager. Maybe he's gonna go the route of Omos when he first maybe, came. Maybe so. He was very maybe. talented. You know, he went in for a while, then he started losing. Then he got a manager, and then he started like legit getting like real. Okay, I am the man of this brand. Type of real. So maybe down the line, this bro gimmick will leave. More with me with him is 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 the flip flops and the music. If yeah, I was, chance, I, I was trying to say, I, I hate when he kicks off them flip-flops. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. That's like, that's, that's, that doesn't feel wrestling. But people love that. I'm just like, this they is the do. same they, they, crowd that, you know, talk about people, but they they like this dumb stuff. And I'm just like, I just, I don't know they like it because he's from MMA, and that's why they like him, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's so tacky. It really is. Uh, and I mean, like I said, I didn't see much of his stuff like in MMA or his indie work or anything. Maybe he got a lot of big following from there too. Maybe, so yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. But like I said, he was impressive in this match. Like I said, he just needs to tweak the gimmick. Yeah, I agree. His in work is not that bad. He's, he's yeah, he's, it's, no, he's it's not bad. It, for me, it's more of the character. Like, like I'd rather see Amber Moon with no character. Man, she has a character, but I just don't know what to do with it on NXT TV. For like ever versus his like his music and his gimmick, it's just I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't I don't see it with it, him. It, it feel like it's just like a, a um a bathroom break with him, like him coming out there for me. That's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to yeah. it's hard to take him seriously, really. Yeah, the match was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was very, this, very good match. Like I say, I gotta give him I give credit with credit due. They had a very good match. Yeah, this could have ended the show actually. That match it, that could have been the main. Okay. Um, let's see. Up next, uh, I don't think it was nothing else, but I think it was the um last part was the main event. Uh, we had a six woman tag team match. We had Io Shirai, uh, Kyrie Sane, and Bianca Belair versus uh Shayna Baszler, uh Jasmine Duke, and Maria Shafina in a six woman uh tag team match. Uh, how do you feel about the main event? Uh, ooh, okay. Hmm. Let let me let me do with the good stuff. 
Bianca Belair comes out with the Black History attire. Yes. Loved it. Oh, loved her outfit. Loved her attire. Very good. Loved it. I mean, it just represents Black History Month. So kudos for her for that. Mm-hmm. Every time Lil Shirak come out there, I'm like, all right, okay. I, I, I'm just so excited for her to be in NXT. Yeah. Just to see her work. Like, she don't have a curse. We know she doesn't. Yeah. Like, she's just so nice to see her. And mm-hmm. she just, she she does remind, remind me of Rey Mysterio. More of they talk about, oh, she looks like Rey Mysterio. She kind of reminds me of her a little mm-hmm. bit. But I I'm can glad, see it a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad she has her own, like, you know, her own person. like Person style and everything. Exactly. Uh, Carrie said she just did whatever. Um, this match, it it shouldn't end the show, but I understand why it did. Mm-hmm. When you have two individuals who don't have, who's very green mm-hmm. on one side, which is Duke and uh, Shafir, and you have mm-hmm. Mazer, she's decent. It kind of mm-hmm. takes away. From the match because you can see all the greenness with them too. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I took down. That's the biggest thing I put in my notes. You can still tell that there's a long way to go with them. They're still learning. Yeah, and Bianca Belair. Yeah, she's still green too, actually. Mm, But she's she's further. She's further along than what they are. Right. Yeah. But it's like they. they, When Bianca went with Baser, you know, it was like back and forth, whatever. But when she got in the ring with Duke and Shafir, it was like no direction. Yeah, they did a couple of stuff with each other. Mm. I don't know, Duke, Jasmine Duke should be like more muscle because she's just so like lanky. Yeah, she's very lanky. She reminds me lanky. of like Corbin a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think she just needed to maybe put on more muscle. Like be like, I'm not trying like, to... Tone up some. Yeah, tone up. Like a little bit more muscle. I mm-hmm. would take her seriously. Um, she has a gimmick. She kind of reminds me of, like a low rent uh, uh, Donald for Dajak. Focus, mm. whatever. Mm. And Bianca, when she was in the ring with them, was like, "Oh my god!" But when you get Lo Shirai and Kyrie Singh in the match with those two, um, the rookies, I would say it was okay. Mm. And it's just like they were just so lost to me in that ring. Like, they yeah, they so... were lost. It was, it was, it was, it was so obvious. Like I said, that's yeah. very obvious that they and, were. You know, they seemed like they were like a deer in headlights, basically. Right, and like I understand, like protecting them it's a good no, job no. they kind of did but they kind of didn't because they showed the greenness with, with these two mm-hmm. um protecting them wise when you have two people who are green Baser is like the ring so she kind of directs the match but she kind of didn't really do that for them it was no cool. not, you this, not this time. yeah you take it you take it you know they kept like they was in the ring not that long because mm-hmm. like i think there was one point and then you can you you kind of could see like it was going too long with them in the ring. Mm-hmm. And they finally got out. So what I, it felt like they kind of switched the match during the match. I don't know if you caught that. It's when I think it was Kyrie saying was in. Oh, no, it wasn't Bianca. One of them. No, no, no. It was Lo Shirai. They, what, whoever it was, they were trying to tag in the person. But mm-hmm. it felt like they switched it during that time. And they kept having do Baser and Shafir like he, you know, attacking that person. Mm-hmm. It felt like that match should have been more what it what it need to be, but it felt like there's like, oh something's wrong. We we don't know what's going on. Switch up a little bit. So yeah, like had, hit the reset button there, like right. mid match. <laughs> so they had the baby faces like kind of um like hold the match together. Mm-hmm. And then of course with Lil Shirai when she comes in, like she's the beast. Oh, she's amazing. She, yeah, like as a tag team, they're good together. I'm not sure they in the tag team elimination chamber. They should be. They shouldn't even be in NXT actually. Um, Lil Shirai, Kyrie Singh. 
I don't think they are, but they definitely should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't like they. These two don't belong. I mean, I understand why they didn't. You know, learn the WWE. I get that, mm-hmm. but they, they could be in that tournament. Like that's how oh, good they are. Yeah, they're they're, they're that they're that good. Right. Um, Bianca Belair. I like the the moment. I think I don't know with Losha Rock Harris. One of them tags each other. I don't know, but um, Bianca Belair tags in and she takes over the match. And I'm like, okay, because we know we know Bianca Belair. She's more solo chick. She she's not that type of uh, type of that's gonna be teaming up with somebody exactly. and have been nothing like that. She's doing her own thing, the solo thing. Right, so when she, you know, tagging up, it just felt kind of awkward, but I thought she was going to turn on them at the end, but she didn't. But she got the tag, and then she came and did her thing, and then somebody else tagged her, you know, tagged her out. And mm-hmm. No, I think it was Lo Sherrod tagged her oh, out. It was Lo Sherrod. Yeah, yeah, she tags her out, and then she looking like, uh, what the hell was that? And then they, she hit that beautiful move, so I think the, the power elbow, too, during that sequence. And they won the match, but you just see Bianca Belair looking like, uh, that was my time to shine. But I was like, it's payback because you did it to her. I think it was her. Mm-hmm. You did it to her, so she just turned. She just favor. returned her favor, basically. Yeah. yeah. So at the end, they kind of like had more spotlight on Bianca Belair. You know what she did for the ring, but Duke and Shafir, it was not. It was not about them. And it should have no, been. Not, no. Mm-mm. It should have been about. It should have been about because if you had Bailey. Maybe Becky down there doing this like you if you replace um Bianca Belair and maybe Ka- uh Kyrie Same. If you had it down there, they probably would have made that match about them. Like Of the, course. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know if it's like Bianca because she's still learning or Kyrie Sane, she just more like, Oh, we're just having fun out here. But Lo Shirak kinda had the you know, getting them over in a way. And it just felt like they didn't take nothing from this match. Like it's no momentum with these two at all. Mm-mm. None whatsoever. None at all. And, and and it's sad because I mean, of course they were the four horsewomen, but you know how you always had that one weak link. You got mm-hmm. two out of four. You got yeah, that, that, that's the thing. You got you two. Got two. You need at least one. Like okay, look at the street profits. You have uh, four. You know we know he's the star, but mm-hmm. at least Azure Dogs bring something to the table. He just bring a yeah, hopper. Yeah, but right. these two, I mean. Nothing so far that I've seen in any of their matches so far that's really said, okay, you know, they're coming along. They're still, like I said, extremely green. And like I said, they look lost out there a lot of the time. They did. I mean, I can see do over time and she get more edgy, no, no, tone up more. I think she could be the star out of them too. Um, Roger Strong's wife, I, I don't know. I don't see nothing at all. Nothing at all. Like she just there with the mask. The mask don't bring nothing to you. And like I said, it does, it does, it does, it does nothing for her. It does. Nothing it's like all. they don't do nothing. Of course, like, you know, with the thing, I think Sasha did at the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh, I think we didn't talk about that, the people within the Royal Rumble. But, you know, with Sasha, was like the fourth horse women. I was just like, no, you don't want that. The other two would be so horrible. Like you got yeah, Becky, just... Charlotte, and uh, Bailey and Sasha. You want to go against them for? Ronda, like, Almost breaking people's arms, literally. Baser, she's okay, and you got the other two. They might break your necks. Like, I yeah, don't wanna, I don't they're, they're, that they're not they're not ready for that match. Not not I, now. I anyway. don't want to. If it's like a hardcore match, okay, because you could always like cut them out. You, you know? kind of hide. You kind of hide yeah. their weaknesses, basically. But it's a regular match. They're not ready for that right now. Not Maybe at all. down the line, but not right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not 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 at all. Um, they're way too green for that. Exactly. But at the end, I, I did like uh, it was it was funny. Um, Kyrie saying saw swing of Bianca Belair here. It's like, oh, blue, don't touch me. <laughs> I know you. That was funny. Oh, don't, don't, don't touch the hair now. <laughs> that yeah. was funny. That was really. 
And Losha Rod picks up the win, so maybe she's getting the opportunity at the title. Maybe so. Maybe she could be, you know, the next contender. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I see what y'all know. But overall, the show was good, though. Yeah, I enjoyed this yeah, week's show. Was, yeah, it was a good show. I mean, you got, you know, some hit and misses. But, mm, but that happened, you know. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I I don't know what we did last week. Did we do three stars or a highlight? I, I don't know, but I guess we could we bring did. it. We, we do the three stars. We got three stars for this week? Um, It would be my number three. It, ooh, I don't know. Um, I guess it would be... I don't see. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm saying this. Okay. It's the main event, actually. Okay. <laughs> That's my number three. My number two, I can't believe I'm saying this, is uh, the Matt Riddle match mm-hmm. uh, versus Drew Gulak. That was good. And then my number one got to be the uh, Johnny Velveteen Dream and Champa. And the oh, crappy wow. St- yeah, the crappy star. Yeah. It, 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 it got to be the Forgotten Sons. I would try to be nice. Okay. It, it, <laughs> has, they, to, it has they, to be. Yeah, they've they, they become forgotten. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Because the the statement with Adam Cole, it wasn't that great. It just was worse. It was like I didn't care at all. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care at all for that segment mm-hmm. either. Um, I got basically the same three. Um, my, my number three was the main event, but I put the opening segment at number two, and I put number one, uh, Matt Riddle and uh, Drew Gulak. Okay, okay, yeah. I just don't like the main, the the not the main event. The main event was kind of. Uh, yeah, it's um, kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, like no. I see Shirai, you know, she does her thing, you know, it's always good to see her, but just like I said, uh, Duke and, um, uh, Safina, they just, like I said, they just, they're not getting it, it's, they're not yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm get this, time. and then, oh, we didn't talk it about, it takes time, it takes right. time. We didn't talk about the chance. like, they was like, you can't wrestle. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Tag and Baszler, I'm just, that's, that's a low blow, like, that would have <laughs> made yeah, me extra, that would make me extra pissed when it actually caught I it would. That, that's like motivation. Like I said, okay, I'm gonna show you guys. I can't right. wrestle. I got something for you guys. Exactly. That's that's motivation. Yeah, that was, like that's one of the chance. Like I mean, they keep probably gonna do what they want, but that was just low blow. But at the same time, that's what they do. They give you your honest piece. They yeah, they're really honest. Yeah, like I said, yeah. they're they're still a long way from you know being where they need to be. They often be gonna you know make it in you know WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right about that. Oh, um, anything else before we get up out of here? Uh, no, sir. Um, a good week of NXT. Always nice to talk to you about the world of NXT. And yeah. hopefully the next week's show will be awesome with you and uh, a special guest perhaps is coming on the show. That, that that might be a special episode you guys check out on the We Talk Now Network. But, um, other than that, no. Oh, well, real quick, uh, your thoughts about the Royal Rumble far as Johnny Gargano getting in there. I think Casey was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was in there? Uh, I was the black, black was uh, Candice LeRae. But how did you feel like, how did you feel seeing them guys and girls? I mean, it's always good seeing, like I say, the, um, NXT superstars, you know, get opportunities like mm-hmm. that. And like I say, it brings, you know, a whole different audience like gets to see them because like i said we always talk about like a lot of people don't watch nxt like we do so for them to get opportunities like that and to see these superstars see the johnny gargano shirley you know the black they say oh my goodness you know maybe we'll turn to the network maybe we'll check out nxt to see more of these guys so i'm 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 all for any of the nxt talent getting an opportunity to shine like that i'm all for it now what did you what was your impression of uh casey i, I don't know her last name but she's from ninja warrior 
Oh, I was very impressed with her. She's so tiny, but there's a, there's a lot of potential. Yeah. She reminded me of Ricochet, and then I saw something on Twitter with them. I was like, oh, okay. It's like she kind of reminded me of his style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. I mean, she has a very unique style that definitely like stands out. I was impressed with her. Yeah, I can't wait till she comes to NXT. Like, I I'm just waiting. Like, I can't wait. Like, they need to bring her like after um to take over uh, Brooklyn. Like, bring her aboard. Like. I want to see her. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to see what she could do. I mean, yeah. she's very exciting. I think that mm-hmm. the fans are going to love her down there. She's 29 years old. By oh, wow. I thought she was younger than that. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah, she looked, she looks a lot younger than that. She wow. looks very young. And she, oh, she was in the uh, May Young Classic too, actually. I didn't watch it this year. Uh, don't just oh, yeah, that's, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. That's right. I remember now. Yeah, so she wouldn't, I guess, I think uh, Rhea Ripley, she went, uh, the, NXT, the former NXT UK Women's Champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so. there's a lot of potential with her, so I'm looking forward to see what they would, you know, do with her. Yeah, there. like, I, I, I don't know when they're going to bring her up. I'm just waiting. Yeah, we're waiting. <laughs> we shall see. We'll talk about it oh, right here. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, just, it's okay. Wow. But um, um anything you anything else? Anything you want to plug or anything before we get up out of here? Um I'm sorry, I just got an email about my brother's school. Uh oh, plug wise, yes. A new episode of the Key to Day show. It should be up before this one. Well oh, Jesus, it's different networks now. Look at me. Um if you go to the Key to Day show feed, you will see a new episode of episode one sixty, Chris, myself and Mr. J Jow. We went over a lot of stuff. And we had nothing. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> um, that was a very, it was a fun show. Um, it was all about Becky Lynch. That's how it was. It was the show of Becky. Show and Becky. that should be yeah. out. Um, you guys listen to this. That show should be out. So you can go to Podbean. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's on Podbean. Actually. I don't know how we got Podbean. The Keith and Jay show. But it's on Podbean. It's on iTunes. on Stitcher. Tune in Radio. Wherever you can find podcasting that. That's where the Keith and Jay show is on. And Next week we won't have a show on the We Talk uh, next podcast with me and Chris. It will be Chris and a special guest. Um, maybe we'll have a joint show with the NXT UK and an original NXT show. Will probably be one show next week. So stay tuned with that. That episode might be out that Sunday, Chris. If it's not, I will ask our friend to uh, upload it to us because I, I will be out of town. Um, the reason I won't be here next week. Is uh, I'm celebrating my birthday, and I'm leaving. I'm just so busy next week, so I can't do a show. And I don't want to tell Chris, oh, I can do it, and then like, oh, I can't. <laughs> but you can check me out on the Twitter at yeah, you know, nice ninety one. That's my personal page. Check out the We Talk Now podcast at WTN Network One. I learned about heart now. I'm so proud of myself. And more stuff is coming. Maybe down the line, we will have Chris and Rob do some more with NXT. Far as like the um, podcast coming out soon, it's called Styling and Profiling. So maybe the first episode you will probably hear Rob or Chris on that particular show, basically um, talking about an NXT star from past, present, or future about their career in NXT. Well, it's more past and present actually. I should say. Future is more like uh, maybe they could predict who's coming to NXT next. But uh, other than that, Chris, always thank you for um, doing the shows with me, and thank you guys for always listening to us. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right. Sounds good to me. Um, as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can check me out on Twitter 
at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram, uh, DC Sports Fan 86. Uh, check out my group on Facebook, uh, EWF, the Wrestling Fan Society. You know, I'm going to do threads for Raw and the pay-per-views. Um, check out the Wrestling Court. Uh, as always, shout out to Julian Cannon and Raw Bass. Usually they appear either on Wednesday or Thursday night. You can find their show on iTunes and Podomatic. Uh, check out my writing on medium.com slash at Broken Moneymaker. Uh, support me on Patreon. I got some new content on there. That's patreon.com slash moneymakerchris. And also check out my group on Facebook for my writing. Uh, the cash in, all things sports related, uh, pop culture and yeah, pop culture, wrestling and sports related stuff. And also, um, check out my guys over at, uh, fightbooth.com and, uh, fightboothpw.com. And they also got a, um, New site for figures and stuff. I guess they're going to be reviewing like figures and toys and stuff. So um, I believe it's uh, figurebooth.com um, as well. Check them out. And on Twitter and Instagram as well at the same name. Yeah, cool. I definitely will check that out while I'm on the plane. <laughs> awesome. There you go. <laughs> um, Anything else before we get up out of here? Any last words? Last words. Let me see. Um, Very green, but good show overall. Peace out. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Peace out, guys. <laughs> yeah, they they was really good. I'm yeah, like, I put that in my notes. I was like, wow. I mean, Lord, I was like, oh my goodness. Help them.